the effect of Sounds like K Fabe to me. Welcome to another edition of Sounds Like Kayfabe to Me. I am your host for today's festivities. My name is Kevin Page, along with my brethren. That is definitely the gentleman that will be helping me with this wonderful show of chaos. Speaking of chaos, I have Mr. Justin Chaos. Justin, how you doing, sir? Ha! I'm always, I'm always first because the other two suck. Um, I'm doing fine about yourself. Doing awesome, awesome. I also got the man himself, who's always a rude dude, but you know what? We just put up with him anyway. Mr. Raul, how are you, sir? I fucking hate all of you. See? Rude as, rude as always. Always rude as always. And we also have... Uh, I don't even. I, I, I just don't. I just don't have it. I don't have the heart. Let me. Let me. Let me do it. Let me do it. I don't give a shit. What the fuck is he? Let me do it. The fuck is it? The icon, Bobby White. We legit told Say him not to do correctly. that, and then he did yep. it. <sighs> okay. He's like that kid at Walmart who wants to play with toys, yep. and his mom's like, "Hey, don't do that." He's like, "No, I want to keep playing with toys." And you're like, "Stop!" And he won't stop. I don't if you guys start introducing me now, you need to do it like oh. that uh, announcer does for Shane McMahon. You gotta keep going. Oh, you know, I was about you to say like Shane McMahon, like Shane has some fucking class. Anyway, see, see, my thing is, I would have been calling you the Icon. I'm sorry. Um, so it's gonna be it's wow. gonna be a fun show today, guys. I think we've got a lot to talk about, especially with uh, the upcoming pay per views, uh, with especially SummerSlam right around the corner, AEW's new uh, pay per view coming up all out at the end of this month. But before we get into the show, and before we get into all the the nitty gritty of what we love to talk about, and especially looking forward to the arguments that Justin really and Ro are always going to have, because God bless you both for all the chaos that you both bring. We yeah, are. Yes, yeah. Well, stop being rude and shut the fuck up. Anyway, so. so oh, really? Girl. Thanks. We wanted to definitely do a little bit of a difference of the beginning of the show. Uh, we definitely wanted to send some shout outs to a lot of our listeners that have been listening to the show since day one. And we always want to give a little bit of love to actually some fans of ours that, if I'm not mistaken, are actually overseas. And Bobby, I think you mentioned that uh, you might have some of those people that are actually overseas. Who is actually listening to us? Um, I don't actually have the names, um, but I do know where they are. Um, well, we can send a shout out to at least to the countries. Yeah, exactly. Um, we do have Norway, um, the UK, and Sweden. Man, that's impressive already. We've only done, what, I think five shows, and we're already getting worldwide? People confused of where they're going. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Oh, that, okay. <laughs> you're already you're already they, believing that it's just a hack job, and they're just actually saying, oh, let's just give them a little teaser of hope. Right. No, I think what it is is uh, Spotify. There's a lot of things that click, and eventually you'll find us. <laughs> like it was just like oops, so accident. <laughs> We're going to listen to these guys. Nice. All right. I, I'll take this it. This is what it is. If you type in wrestling wrestling podcasts, we're like right at the beginning. because That would be nice. That's, why. That's a good start. 
Well, we definitely want to make sure that we send some love out to everybody out there. You said in Norway, the UK, and Sweden. So listening all the way out there to our show, we greatly appreciate it. And, of course, our wonderful fans here in the U.S. of A. So we appreciate you always listening to us on all types of platforms. We want to make sure that we start promoting our show, not just for you guys, but we also want to have a few surprises that we're going to actually have upcoming. So I will definitely will mention those later. And especially the, the, the gentlemen, the brethren will be bringing more details to that as well. But we also want to give a few shout outs also to some of our fellow shows. We definitely want to make sure that they get a little bit of love too. So we want to send a shout out to, of course, Cheyenne and Michelle, they do have a wonderful show. If you definitely want to talk about, like, in a sense, your coffee talk, insults, pretty much what we do here with wrestling, but they have a little more variety of topics. They have a show called Don't Touch My Nonsense. Give them a listen. They definitely would appreciate it, as I know they probably would show a little love to us. And we also have, and we also definitely definitely have some other shows that we're going to be bringing down the pipeline that we'll also maybe even hint, hint, maybe a guest surprise. So we'll get more into detail. Yes, yes. Well, we will definitely may have some future episodes that we might even bring some surprise guests on. Not going to get into details yeah, yet. Have- you have to keep listening. So to be continued. Ah, it's Bray Wyatt. I'm just kidding. Not Actually, I was kind of hoping you would dress up as Bray Wyatt and then the, you'd be the surprise. But then again, ah, I, th- I think you probably would do a better job than Bray Wyatt. Anyway, so... I think what we're so what we're gonna do. Uh, I say, guys, well, let's get into the meat of the show. Has any has anybody wanted to get ready for SummerSlam? Uh, I am ready for it, just because I cannot wait for Bobby and Raul to say, "Oh my fucking god, how were you right this whole You're not time?" Be right. <clears throat> hey, by the way, by the way, real quick. Um, so I was at work, right? Now, and and they, if you guys don't know this at home. Uh, where you're listening, or at your in your car at work, where the fuck you listen to us? Um, so uh, we all work together in the same office, and there was a guy that I met, and I wish I would have gotten his name, and I feel bad if you're listening to this, uh, you're my hero because we had this conversation, and we're and I did not bring it up, but he had brought up the fact that the uh, the Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton feud had pizzled up. And he was like, you know what? I'd really wish that they could just go back and like redo it a bit or at least give us some better closure. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, I love you. This is what I've been saying on the show the whole time. And Raul and Bobby are like, nope, I like putting dicks in my ears. And they don't want to fucking listen to real content. So I was like, here we go. This is somebody who's actually really excited to see the same thing I am. And and I even pitched the, the Randy Orton winning the title. And he's like, you know what? From a standpoint of make a pushing Bray to a title run and to have him as a champion, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, doesn't it though? So there you go. Hey, whoa, 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 hey, whoa. hey I'm out here. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there. Never once did I say that Bray Wyatt should not be champion. Hey, hey, you'll get a chance to talk real. Shut the fuck up. Let me talk real quick. Uh, so, so here's the thing. Um, you may not have ever said that Bray Wyatt didn't deserve a title shot in those exact words, but the fact that you were like, you know what? I really hate good storytelling, and I'm totally okay with the way Vince is running the show recently. So I'm gonna go ahead and just say, shovel whatever shit you can into my mouth. And I'll just ingest it like any normal fucking good person. No, fuck that, sure. dude. We, I, I don't know about you, but I remember there used to be a time when storylines made sense and they were cohesive and, and, and they were just perfect. And what do you like? You're like, oh, Samoa Joe comes out and chokes everybody. 
Because he's not fucking realistic. He likes to undertake it's fucking realistic. Oh, right? oh you're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, you grab somebody for three seconds and they pass out. That's fucking realistic. Also, you're right. Uh, Undertaker signed a lifelong contract, and that just proves that sometimes people can overstand their, overstay their fucking welcome. The Undertaker can do no wrong. So oh my I don't know God. The Undertaker about. can't really do a whole lot anymore. So, I mean, like, so this is where it was last episode, guys. I'm just letting y'all know after that statement. Who the fuck, who the fuck invited Frodo Baggins to the fucking show? Shut up, Bobby. Uh, by by the way, uh, you're the dude who has the beard helmet, right? the, the beard that leads perfectly to his uh, symmetrical haircut. It's all the same length around. You look like you you look like you're you're, you're wearing Magneto's helmet made of fur. Anyway, so uh, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Anyway. Hey, at least I got a fucking full hair, bitch. That's, that's the one you're gonna come back with. What? Yeah, I am. Man, you guys sit here and throw these these little shitty barbs. I I don't understand why we have you in the show. I thought you were witty. Anyway, so uh, I I am excited about SummerSlam. Taking it back to what uh, Kevin's question was, I'm excited about SummerSlam. There's a lot of things that are going to be happening. Um, just in case you guys didn't know, uh, I, we're going to let you guys know again at the end of the episode. But just kind of like, uh, uh, fuck it, we're going to tell you now. Uh, we are doing a live show, uh, live stream uh, on Twitch. It's gonna be on the uh, on the eleventh on uh, SummerSlam. We will be showing our reaction, live reaction to SummerSlam. Uh, we definitely encourage you to watch it alongside with us. Now, while we can't actually show you the video content, we are going to be streaming. You can hear everything and everything like that. But we want you to jump on your uh, WWE app at home and watch SummerSlam alongside us. I think you're gonna have a great time. Uh, we'll just uh, you know. Yeah, the first, I'll be, the first I will actually be weird. laughing if we get banned during we'll the show. Be that would be a, that would actually be an banned. achievement that I would have no problem no, bragging about to say like, oh, our first show, oh, our last show. That would be interesting. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you with the amount of bullshit that, that's out there. <laughs> getting banned from Twitch isn't that hard anymore. All you gotta do is fucking have a well, like, So, Raul, um, how do you feel about so, SummerSlam yeah, that's coming what I'm out? About. Do you feel it's gonna be a good show? Do you think it's gonna be it's a worthy bad. show of us all watching it together live and for the people to actually see our reactions, which is going to be a very scary thought? <laughs> It's, it's my the, name's Raul. I hate storylines. It's the biggest party of the summer. When do you not? That's my crazy. question. <laughs> First of all, I don't oh. agree with anything Justin says because he's just incompetent. <laughs> he's just incompetent. He's just incompetent. I am Ooh. looking forward to. I think we're, 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 we're already off to right an early start. Match of the night: AJ Styles versus, versus Ricochet. Match of the night. Call right. it right. No. My favorite part is how you're. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. You're wrong already. Gauntlet. I think I agree with that. Oh, so nah. what? You're gonna you're gonna say match of the nights the five moves of fucking doom, Randy Orton? Is that what you're gonna say? Is that what you're gonna say? No, you dumb bastard! The best match of the nights gonna be the fiend versus the demon. No, oh, it's true. empirical. No. I actually no. I forgot about that match. So yes, I definitely think that that's gonna. Be oh look, Raul, you lost your fucking best friend. Sit down. First of all, first of all, he's not my best friend. First of all, I don't even know why he's still on the show. But we ask the same question when every time every time you bring up Undertaker, it's like Undertaker did this. It's like I, yeah, that I, was like twenty years ago. So just to kind of so just to kind of deviate from this a little bit. So Raul, I understand that you are very <laughs> happy that Undertaker ever. has signed a lengthy contract now. So you're looking forward of when he? Oh my god! Fuck yes, I am. Of course I am. Why not? 
Natty Taper all the way around. Uh, this one's gonna. Hey, this is hey gonna so hurt. are you excited about the idea that uh, Dolph Ziggler is gonna wrestle Goldberg? No, because Goldberg, because Goldberg, because Goldberg is an unsafe fucking wrestler. Oh, because yeah, he's past his prime, right? No, because he just—he's never been a wrestler. No, he's no, never been no. a good wrestler. He, he does. He's the same thing like Brock Lesnar. He comes in. When's the last time? A Goldberg match has lasted so, more than fucking ten minutes. Really quickly, right? right? I re- I remember a conversation we had at work, and you're like, "Okay, don't get me wrong. Brock Lesnar was pretty good when he first started." Those are your fucking <laughs> words. Shut your mouth. Be consistent. And Goldberg, Goldberg has a lot in common with Undertaker. The fact they're both garbage. No, 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 no. Right there. No. First of all, the difference between Brock no. Lesnar. Coming in, he was a young athlete who was built to be like a monster. You cannot say the same thing for Goldberg, who's like fucking fifty years old. I'm sorry, with 150 wins or something, he had the longest win streak. Yeah, ever. Exactly. The fuck does that even mean? He wasn't built to be a monster, dude. He ran in, spear, jackhammer, pin, win. Every match was less than a minute because, yes, yeah, he he couldn't wrestle that well, but he was a spectacle, right? What did Undertaker do? After fucking what, like four or five years ago, when his hip probably gave out like the thirtieth time, he's like, "Well, can't do that move anymore." Let me ask um, you a question. Let me ask you a question. Wait, what's here? Who do you think of when you think of wrestling? You don't think of fucking Bill. I actually, Goldberg. honestly, no. I think, fucking, I think of the fucking. I think of the Rock. You think of the fucking Undertaker. You think of the Undertaker. No, no, I do not. Undertaker is the first. The Undertaker carried No, correction. You think of the Undertaker. The Undertaker carried this business on his back for fucking years. It's because you listen to fucking Tool and Slipknot and shit. You're like, oh my god, it's super gothic. First of all, there's nothing wrong. First of all, there's nothing wrong with Tool or Slipknot. By the way, everybody, for fans of Tool, they are on Spotify finally. And Actually, you, you guys stop saying the name. Every time you say the name, you pay Nate, uh, made her 25 cents. Hey, I'll pay <laughs> I really hate to say this, Raul, but the thing is, is like, you're the kind of guy that would actually go up to, like, if there was a bunch of urinals at a damn airport and one guy is at the very end, you'd be that one guy that goes all the way to the end to that guy to take a piss while that guy's taking a piss just to tell him, hey, Tool's on yeah, Spotify. You'd be that You'd be hey, that so kind of crazy, dude. Like, you really would. You know, Undertaker signed a lifeline contract, right? Uh, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> fucking mouth breather. <laughs> Start breathing uh, like a... Uh, Undertaker is winning. Uh, he's got a lifelong contract. <laughs> he's getting paid till he dies probably soon. Like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, since we're already kind of getting into some of the matches, Bobby, do you feel the excitement of SummerSlam being a good card, bad card? Do you think it's going to actually be worthy of us watching? I think it's going to be a decent card, honestly. Um, I think that it's going to be – I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really excited for it. I don't want to say it's going to be a great card or a phenomenal card, but I think it'll be a good card, um, especially um, since you got the Demon versus uh, the Fiend. I think that's going to be fucking phenomenal. Um, and I also, I also think the Ricochet – uh, match is going to be pretty fucking awesome too. Rick, so Ricochet versus AJ. So I, I think that's great. I just want to throw this on there real quick, right? I don't want anyone to think that I don't want to see the AJ Styles Ricochet match because I think they both have a lot of style, and I I do. Excuse me, I do think this is going to be a good way for um, AJ Styles to kind of. I, I'm not going to say pass the torch because there's going to be a lot of great. Uh, a lot of great matches that AJ Styles is still going to have because in the fact he's still under contract anyway, but. Uh, I do think that 
there are some other matches that are going to be more important. Um, case in point, and and we just, I swear to God, I'm not I'm not trying to start shit, right? But fact of the matter is, I have reason to believe that the match with Goldberg is not going to end the way you think it's going to end. I don't even know if it's going to happen. First of all, no one can guarantee that Goldberg's going to be there. But I just feel like Heartbreak Kid's going to come Well, out. I can actually help you out with that a little bit. As we're reviewing the card for SummerSlam, as of right now, it is going to be The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. The rumors right now surrounding Goldberg is the possibility that there could be a very quick pin or even a possibility of it being a very short match. So if that is the case, that they're thinking of adding these possible of Goldberg appearing – I don't know. I think it might it, it don't get me wrong. I think it's a great idea if Goldberg does come in, but he has not been promoted. It would be more of a surprise. And I think you might be right that if Shawn Michaels makes an appearance, he would be a better option. So yep. but we'll see. I think we'll find out what happens though. Yeah, if you want to break your if you wanna if you wanna like kill someone in WWE, just put him in a match with Goldberg, he'll break their fucking neck. So yeah. So yeah. Now yeah, to be I, I now to be fair, Raul, we can go back to the of course the Saudi show that you saw how Undertaker almost could have put uh, Goldberg down too. So it's a 50 fifty. They they, they were both they were both at fault for the for that match. No Goldberg. Here comes here comes I know it I know it. I was like here comes here comes the part where Raul just wants to say it was all all Goldberg and doesn't want to fucking let his his dead decrepit man. That's when take- you hear. Because when you hear rumors backstage that the fucking jacked up on roids Goldberg is banging his fucking head into a wall and giving himself a concussion before the fight, who the fuck bangs their head into a fucking wall? Like what? What is that? What are you trying to prove that you're not in your late fucking fifties and you can't wrestle anymore and you're some kind of badass? Get the fuck out of here. The point is, don't even talk the, about that the point is, when you're the point, Undertaker the fan. The point is though, is he deliberately? Oh, there's did that. no point. He deliberately did that. He was deliberately put the Undertaker and himself in an unsafe work environment. So fuck Goldberg. I don't care. The Undertaker is always in an unsafe work environment. The dude's fucking forever old. Anyway, um, what about you, Kevin? You excited about (laughs) something? Fuck Undertaker. No, you know what? Real quick, real quick. Before Kevin goes, when is the last time you've ever, or when have you ever heard of the Undertaker injuring someone in in a match? You know what? Actually, here's the here's the thing. Because it's never been fucking said. Because I don't think I've actually ever seen a full Undertaker match. Because the fact the matter is, when that music hits, you got about thirty minutes to figure out: Do I want to watch this match or not? Because it's going to take him (laughs) forty fucking minutes to get down, do his little stand up thing, do his little tongue out, and then go. Because you have no fucking proof. When has the has anyone backstage? Ever accuse the Undertaker of being an unsafe worker like they do Goldberg? Okay, uh, I'll uh, give you that. Maybe, maybe nobody has, but here's the thing, though: the no one's ever revered. No one's ever said, "Oh, he's revered and fucking respected." You say, "Why do I just not give a shit about him then?" Because you have no taste. <laughs> it's easy. Oh, I have no taste. You? Oh my fucking god! This guy hates storylines. I say I have no I do taste. I not hate storylines. You're the one that has a fucking hard on for fucking Baron Corbin fucking being the the king of the company. So fuck you. <laughs> you talk about Baron Corbin. See, this is like, right now. You're reaching. Okay. Reaching. I swear to God, you're as fucking stretch Armstrong. You keep reaching your arm up. You keep reaching for shit. You can go ahead and sit down, Raul. Kevin, I, are you yes, excited sir. about SummerSlam? Shut the fuck up, Raul. Kevin. Yes, I I will definitely. Say 
say for all of you guys, I most certainly am going to be excited for SummerSlam. Not just for the fact of just watching SummerSlam, but I'm excited for, as we did our little spoiler earlier, uh, Justin, then much appreciated for letting all of our fans know that we are going to be doing a live Twitch and we are going to definitely show our faces because normally most people don't know what we look like and you're probably going to be laughing a lot throughout the whole show because be like these fucking guys are the ones that do this show yeah. that's what i'm looking for. we should put a muzzle yeah, on Justin's wearing oh, a hat. you know why anyways all right continue. so i have a feeling that it's going to be more i'm looking more forward to that than i am of the wrestling because the arguments that we're going to be having in regards of the show itself is going to be something that i'm curious about which kind of segues way seg- segway into uh what we see in raw and smackdown right now so as of right now we're starting to see elements of paul we're finding out eric bischoff is now part of smackdown and he's now putting his elements in which will make probably all of you a little bit happy as i've read a story with what eric bischoff wants for smackdown he does not want to work he does not want to work at all with shane mcmahon so thank god so there's a little bit of an improvement right there we are possibly going to get that chance that shane mcmahon may not be involved as much hopefully well, at the beginning, he was a good attraction. He was doing some good matches. We're not going to dispute the fact that he still can, he, he can still wrestle, and he can probably do it right, but the point was is that everything was centered around him, and that was the hard part. And how about this? I know Monday Night Raw was an interesting go-home show before SummerSlam. Does anybody believe that Brock Lesnar, being the wrestler that he is, of course, and we all have our opinions on what he is about, but this past Monday, do you think it was a nice – change to see Brock Lesnar not as the the Brock party as we've seen in the past or whatnot, but fucking garbage. You didn't think it was worth what like okay Bobby we'll start with you then. Do you think the that No, I was saying the oh, okay. the Brock party well, was Bobby we'll start with you. So do you think that Brock Lesnar being the way that he was on Monday Night Raw against Seth Rollins, being a dominant wrestler, do you think it was actually a good job? The good work? No. Okay. Why? I don't. Um, and here's the reason why. The So with Brock Lesnar, that it goes back to Raul's point about Goldberg. Now, I love Goldberg, but it's it's same thing as Raul's point. They built him up to be this beast, mm-hmm. right? And all you're going to do is just destroy somebody. And then when, when it comes into the match, you, we don't see any wrestling. Mm-hmm. We're going to see more wrestling. Honestly, I think we're going to see more wrestling from Seth Rollins because it's Seth Rollins than we are going to see Brock Lesnar. What's the point of building it up? Because you know and I know that um, Seth Rollins is going to get this title back. There's no reason to be building up Brock Lesnar because they're not going to just keep having him do a feud for the title. It's just not going to happen. They're, they have other plans for him, and I think that's what's going to happen. But I just don't see the reason for them to build him up that way um, because it just – to me, it makes no sense. You're going to do that each time, okay, and he's going to be this big dominant force before the match, but then when it comes to the match, yeah, he's dominant, but the the wrestlers that he fights against, they always come back, and then they, sometimes they beat him, but they still come back. That's my hmm. point. Yeah, so it's not it's not really going to matter. So the way that the storytelling is now. My my big thing is is uh, <clears throat> in regards to Brock Lesnar, dude. I don't give a fuck who wins this title. I just want someone else to win it now. I if, give it to Brock Lesnar. Let him keep it. Right. Or give it to Seth Rollins. That's fine. I am so over Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. They can go 
go fucking do whatever. I don't care about them anymore because they've turned them into these nana nana boo boo kind of people, and they're not actually defending shit. They're not actually doing anything. Yeah, Seth Rollins has a good match here and there, but they're billing him against who? It's all. It's like the same people over and over again. Give us someone. Give us a new push. Give us somebody who deserves a title, somebody who can come out of nowhere and who can – if they're going to lift up Seth Rollins and make him try to do something new, cool. Okay. But other than that, dude, like what he's, what he's given me, it's like, all right, so you're basically now turning to Roman Reigns 2.0. All right, and Raul, what I, do you think? I disagree with the Roman Reigns 2.0 view because I think Seth Rollins was built organically, and he has a fan base that loves him – not because he was pushed to the top, because he he earned that. Roman, the difference between him and Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns was forced down our throats. Seth Rollins, not so much. I will say that I kind of agree with Justin on the whole uh, Becky Lynch Seth Rollins. This thing. is a rarity. Oh my God! Let us make sure we heard I this do. right. You kind of agree with Justin. You guys disagree on almost everything. This is a rare occasion. We do have a surprise here. That is a big surprise. Continue. Never gonna happen again, my <laughs> but 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 I will say I think they're teasing it. I think they're gonna turn them into a heel couple, and that's what they need to do. I think they're better <laughs> as heels. No, so that's that's the one thing I would also say too is, is Seth Rollins needs to go heel or needs to get the fuck out. Yeah, uh, go do something else, chase a different belt or something. Because uh, when he dude, when he had the Intercontinental uh, title, he was defending more and putting on better shows than he is with the WWE title. The best time that he had with that WWE title was A, the match that he had with uh, Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. to get the title, if you want to call it a match, and then also his little grudge thing going on with Kofi. That was neat as fuck. But then after that, it's just like, oh, hey, let's just keep doing the same garbage at, at Seth Rollins. Let's just do that again. If Seth goes heel and starts antagonizing people more instead of just you know trying to be the people's, people's fucking wrestler, no, nah, dude, do something better. You know, have something more uh, – just have something that, that makes me want to watch it. Because with him and Becky Lynch sitting out there going, like, uh, back and forth with two nobodies, uh, it's like, okay. Wait. What did Wait, what do you do? mean nobodies? Wait, what do you mean? Uh, the pregnant chick. I forgot her name right now. I'm, I'm – oh, oh, Maria? I thought you were talking about Natalia. I was about to – Oh, no. I was about to go off on you. Like, uh, <laughs> also, uh, hot take Natalia's taking the title. You, um, <laughs> right, you you honestly think that Natalia is no, going to take the title I, off do, of? Do you know? Do you know why? Do you I know why? Call that a hot take. I would call that a shit take. But continue. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, it's been moved to a uh, to a submission match. All right. Okay. So uh, the sharpshooter is the sharpshooter is the most uh, proli- one of the most prolific uh, uh, submissions out there. So that's one reason why I think that it's gonna it's gonna be a close one. I really think Natalia's gonna take it. Also, dude, people are who the fuck cares about uh, Becky's better when she's fighting for something and not sitting here holding the title in front of you. So when she's pushing towards a title run, when she's pushing towards taking down an enemy, she's good. Right now, she, she all she's doing is saying, "Look, I'm king of the castle." That's it. That's all she's doing, and I I, I just don't give a fuck about it. Uh, but that's why I'm thinking that Natalia's gonna take it. And at that point, uh, you know, we have something. We have something else to look forward no, to. I think we can look at a revenge match or something. I don't know. I think I think Betty will solidify her heel turn, and she will cheat to win. So I do not think Natalia is going to take. So it. that that's the other thing is is if if it is a cheat to win, and this is going to be uh, a heel turn, 
then yeah, I'll take that. Whatever they need to do to change it up, because whatever Becky's doing now, yeah, she was the man, but now I just don't give a fuck about that. Okay, so well, so let me ask man, you guys. So so, let, so like let's not, so let's so. make this very clear. So do you you don't take your well, anyway, <laughs> Do you think that what Paul Heyman? <laughs> say it again. What did you know? Say, say it again. Say it again. What did? I said I really can't wait to. Uh, no, nah, I said fucking Undertaker sucks. So do you anyway, think Paul um, Heyman? Do you think Paul Heyman is doing the little pieces that are making? wrestling like monday night raw watchable again do you see a little bit of the influence do you might even see some of eric's influence so far in smackdown is it working let's let's do the round table on this here justin do you think you were seeing some improvements okay so um yeah obviously with raw i see some improvements i i kind of have a bit of a a Monday Night Wars kind of feel from it when it was a little bit edgier. I okay. also, there's a few times where I kind of felt like I was going to get like a little bit of like a, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I want to say they had a little bit of ECW flair flavor, you know, of course, uh, yes. but it wasn't, it wasn't as hardcore as ECW. It wasn't like, well, of uh, course. it wasn't so underground. Of course. Um, Absolutely. There's never going to be a time like that again, if ever again. I, I would right. definitely just say it, it, it kind of felt more like a uh, like a like a Monday Night Raw, like the the Attitude Era style. Uh, as for SmackDown, honestly, I I don't want to say they're not impressing me. It's still too early to tell. Yeah, maybe it's, it's just there's nothing there that makes me say like, oh, cool, I have to watch SmackDown. Uh, there are a few spots. The only thing I was okay. actually honestly excited about on SmackDown was the fact that I knew if it didn't happen on Raw. I knew I was going to see uh, Bray Wyatt show up on SmackDown, and of course, I was not disappointed. Um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't much, but it was enough to to kind of get me feeling like I was. Okay. And, and here's the thing, too, by the way, All right. what he did in that match uh, with uh, with with Finn Balor, I feel like that's what he's going to be doing with almost everybody he's going to be fucking with. So. This is why I see him going after everyone who's ever done him wrong, and we'll we'll touch back on that in a bit. Okay, and Bobby, what do you think? Do you start seeing like you're starting to see a little more of the elements of Paul Heyman's influence, Eric's influence, or do you think it's too early to tell? What do you What are your thoughts um, on Raw? I definitely um, see Paul's influence on it, um, just like what Justin was saying. I do see a little bit of that ECW esque in there, um, and I, I think it, it's going to be good for the show. Um, especially the way that the show has been um, lately. Um, the uh, As far as SmackDown goes, though, I haven't really seen much of Eric, man, and uh, it's kind of disappointing. Um, to be honest, I haven't really seen... I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of a change, but I haven't seen a big enough change to be able to be like, oh, wow, this is awesome. You know what I mean? It's just I have not really seen much. And not to take away from um, anybody on that show. I just, I haven't seen it yet. And I would really love to see Eric's mind be put in, you know, put into the show a little bit better. So, okay. And how about, how about you, Raul? What do you think? Um, so I, I, I agree with what they're saying. Raw has definitely been more of, it's already changed. It's already starting to change. You're starting to see the PG. I think the PG era is dying out slowly. Um, some mm-hmm. of the, the booking decisions, things like that. Um, I just feel like Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff have different ways of approaching things. It seems like Eric Bischoff is taking more of the planning out methodical approach where he's going to see how everything's playing mm-hmm. out before him to really dig in. Um, so it's still mm-hmm. to be determined how that's going to affect the show. Um, I think it's changing for the better, though, because the last couple of episodes of wrestling that I've seen, I haven't been 
like usually I watch wrestling after it's already aired because I, I, I record it, and usually I usually just fast forward through the shows. Right now I'm actually seeing where I'm not fast forwarding as much. I'm actually watching these segments take place. I'm like, you know what? That's pretty good. I'm starting to see the realism come back. They're starting to be more mature. Like for the first time, I heard the word vagina used on on TV. Like fucking. <laughs> that was that always a benchmark of what yeah, makes yeah, TV. Vagina, TV. Yeah, that 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 was good. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay, it's so simple, but yet. Back then, you would have, or this past couple of years, you would have never heard that because that's taboo for whatever reason. No, all we heard, all we ever heard, yeah, was Roman true. Reigns. But um, <laughs> no, that's my take on it. I think it's still to be determined. Um, I like what I'm seeing so far, though. Nice. All right. Well, this goes into another situation since, of course, we haven't mon- we haven't mentioned a little bit about NXT in a while. So I know NXT. We kind of touch upon a few things, you know, get a little bit of a uh, in- little influence on it, but I. I would like to talk about how NXT is now going to be as another topic of AEW. And of course, just you did mention something of in, re- in regards of a little teaser in, of NXT. Um, but of course, we all know that NXT has a new theme song uh, for all of the promotion of NXT's show. And Raul is, of course, yeah. a fan of this because he is a huge slipknot fan. Favorite fucking yes, band, we, dude. Yes. Okay. Get the mop to Go get, get the mop to wash figure. up the sploosh you just had, Raul. Okay, relax. So, anyway, continue. Sorry. Do you want some gold knee pads while you're sucking their dicks? For God's sakes, Jesus, calm down. All right. I know. Dude. All right. Who in the H-E double fuck do you think you are? Calm down. <laughs> so I know, Justin, you mentioned this about Slipknot, and what was the little tidbit of a little little surprise about this? So that was actually um, – I was reading up on Twitter, and, and everyone can find this. If you go on Twitter, it was an exchange. It, it was really low-key. But what basically ended up happening is uh, Bray Wyatt, you look at his mask, you can definitely see it's a, it's kind of uh, inspired by Slipknot. Bray Wyatt has been no uh, – has not been keeping it secret that he is a fan of Slipknot. And uh, he was tweeting out at Corey – at uh, uh, fucking uh, Corey – Asking him, like, hey, you know, it'd be really cool if Slipknot let me use uh, Unsainted as his uh, entrance music for um, for his, uh, you know, his whole debut and everything like that. Uh, just for the fiend. Just to add on to that, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I kind of am. But uh, real quick, to add on to that, the same guy that did Bray Wyatt's mask is the same one that did T- Corey's mask for their new album cycle, uh, Tom Savini, the legend himself. Oh, dear God. Okay, so Tom Savini, by the way, just a little extra on there. Uh, if you're a horror movie buff at all, Tom Savini should be a name you recognize. Uh, yep. If you don't recognize it, go Google it. This dude has been in almost every facet of movies. He's acted. He's done uh, stunts. He's done blood and gore. In fact, uh, he actually – one of my favorite roles I pointed out to my fiance the other day. We were watching Land of the Dead, and a zombie shows up holding a machete. Well, that's Tom Savini, and he's actually playing generally the same character he did in the original uh, Dawn of the Dead. So I was really excited for that. Anyway, uh, I'm not excited, but I was, I, 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 yeah, there was surprises. Nice little well, surprise. So a little yeah, surprise. surprises. Uh, Bray Wyatt wanted unsainted, so he kept uh, he kept tweeting at Corey and Slipknot and WWE like, "Hey, let me do this." And finally, when uh, Slipknot said, "Yeah, you can, you guys can use the song." Uh, the WWE exec said, nah, you can't use that one. And he's like, all right, I guess I won't do the one thing I've been fucking trying to do forever. But then, fucking Triple H uses it for uh, NXT. So now it's like NXT's, uh, the NXT TakeOver song. And uh, 
recently Bray Wyatt had come out and tweeted uh, where Triple H had said like, hey, you know, this uh, takeover is presented this or that with music by Slipknot. And Bray Wyatt just replied to it. Well, how about that? <laughs> well, to be and I was like, <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> to be fair, that song, Unsainted, the one they're using, is not really something I see Bray Wyatt walking out to. Just with the chorus and everything, that doesn't really sound like the style for his character. So I kind of understand. It's more of a theme song for a pay-per-view in a whole, not Bray Wyatt's character. So I kind of understand why they did that. That's still a fucking slap in the face, though. That they did that. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that's disrespectful on another level. I'm sorry, Bray Wyatt. That sucks. But Okay. Now, uh, here's, here's the ultimate question, though. Since now that we know AEW is officially going to be on TNT, and they've officially announced that they will be having their first show on Wednesdays on oh, October Valerie, 2nd. Valerie. And so that is going to be very, very awesome, which we will get a little more of AEW in just a moment. But it is interesting to know that because they're going to be on TNT and we've heard a little bit of rumors going around, I'm not 100% sure if it's been confirmed or not, because obviously with SmackDown going to Fox uh, in October as well on Friday nights and Wednesday nights is kind of more or less an open field for wrestling. So AEW picked that one. But NXT is shown on Wednesday nights. And do you all think that NXT is going to be the direct competitor for AEW, <laughs> not Monday Night Raw, not Friday Night SmackDown? Do we see a Wednesday night war of some kind with NXT and AEW with a rumor mill going absolutely crazy? Bobby, what do you think to start? Um, I kind—I don't think so. Um, as much as I love NXT, um, I just think that AEW has a completely different product. Um, and I mean, they have great wrestlers. Um, you know, NXT has great wrestlers as well, but AEW is just completely different. I think AEW is going to stand out more. That's okay. my personal. All right, opinion. now, Raúl, do you think it's a possibility that? Uh, AEW is a better brand than NXT, or do you think NXT is going to be the one that's going to actually still continue to be a dominant force in wrestling since a lot more people are watching NXT than Raw or SmackDown? I think, I want to say, I think talent-wise, they are equals. Mm -hmm. Or if not, NXT might be a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But star power-wise, AEW has the advantage. So I think... When you look at drawing factors, AEW is going to have that advantage. So I don't think I don't. It's hard to say if it's going to be a competition. I just don't think NXT can compete with that. I think they have the far superior talent. I shouldn't say far <clears> superior. <throat> I think they have the better talent, but AEW has more draw power in regards to star power. So now I, I don't think it's much. Of now that brings up an interesting question, and Justin, I think you're going to probably touch upon this. If the star power and the talent is going to be the question mark between NXT and AEW. Justin, what do you think? Do you honestly think that NXT has the better star power, or does AEW have more of the star power? What would you think? So my whole thing is this. I'm still waiting for the other shooter drop, right? The fact of the matter is with AEW, it, it still feels like I'm worried that we're still in this whole um, honeymoon phase. Right, we're watching AEW, and and yeah, John Moxley's there, and all these other great wrestlers are there. But the fact of the matter is, like, we haven't seen it. All Out will tell us the truth. Honestly, I think that's going to be it. All Out will tell us the truth. Can they do it again? I know it's asking for a third time because All In was was uh, was great. Double or Nothing was fantastic. And if All Out can work for us, uh, work for them, then then there we go. We got it right. 
But in comparing AEW to NXT, I will tell you that because of the fact that AEW is focusing on a bit of a different aspect, right now, the way it is, NXT is still sports entertainment. It is still bigger or larger mm-hmm. than life. I think that um, mm-hmm. they're, they're two different monsters, right? Uh, there is reports that Fox mm-hmm. is trying to bring NXT to uh, FS1. Um now, if Fox were to bring NXT to FS1, I believe that they're they're going to try to do the same thing with NXT that they're going to do with uh, SmackDown. They're going to try to legitimize it a little bit more and turn it into a sport, not sport entertainment. Um, if that's the case, mm-hmm. and they're able to work with the talent they have on NXT right now, it is my full belief that NXT could and, and likely would be one of the stronger talents only because of the pedigree at which WWE can train. Um, AEW has great trainers. Uh, in fact, they have what's his face, uh, uh, the the Dean Malenko, wasn't his name? Yes, Dean Malenko is one yes, of the coaches did, yeah. over there, along with Billy yeah. Gunn. So those are two names that we know. Hey, real quick, real quick. Well, since we're on the topic of legends, rest in peace to Harley Race. We Harley did not mention that. We, I, yeah, we were going to touch upon That's that. True. I was, I was actually that was going to be something I was going to bring up a little bit later. But thank you very much for bringing it up. Of course, uh, the legendary Harley Race, eight-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, uh, an amazing wrestler, an amazing talent. Uh, he probably was one of the original toughest SOBs, and that is definitely a pun intended because he truly lived it, did it. I, I wish he would have had a better career more in wwe he did have some some good matches not to say that he wasn't just at the twilight of his career but i think it was that last run that he deserved to have and he was able to be at a few wrestlemanias back in the early days of uh, wrestlemania uh two and uh, three and i believe he probably uh would have made some great impacts more if his health wasn't in the shape that it was in but of course all-time great r.i.p harley race definitely will never be another one like him But uh, to go back into AEW's All Out, since I know you mentioned it, Justin. So All Out coming out uh, on August 31st, and we're getting ready to see it. As you mentioned, that it's going to probably be the the stepping stone for what we're about to see come October. Uh, Roundtable of discussion on it. I think AEW has a very good possibility to really become the running. But I think you gentlemen made a very good point in regards of NXT being the threat of what it could be for AEW or it couldn't be. Um, so here's my thought on this. Gentlemen, do you think we should be excited for AEW's All Out just because of what they've been able to show in the last three uh, pay-per-views, specifically, of course, All In, Double or Nothing, even the little in-between ones that they've had, uh, Fight for the Fallen, and uh, some other ones that we uh, are trying to prepare for. What do you think? Do you think AEW has the capability to establish themselves Raul, what do you think? I do, and I'm excited for the reason solely because it's a, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. So we got to see how long they're able to keep this up. Like Justin said, is it still in a honeymoon phase? That's to be seen. We got to see how they perform uh, with this next coming pay per view, and then that'll be. I think that'll be the decider. I think we're going to see also too when they come to TV too, because mm-hmm. coming to TV is a lot different than just one and done pay per So we got to see how they do it on a weekly. Basis. Okay. And Justin, what do you think? Yeah. So um, to kind of put everything in perspective, I already said all in all, uh, uh, sorry, all in double or nothing. Both all out. Those, uh, were great. All out is looking to be pretty good. The other two shows they had, they had fight mm-hmm. for the fall and they had uh, fight, uh, fighter fest. 
Dude, I'll be honest with you. There was no match in either one of those that I was like, this is amazing. Except for one fight for the phone. I was really into that uh, that uh, triple threat uh, tag team. That was pretty neat. The six-man tag. Uh, I liked I liked that one just because I really like Luchasaurus. But um, other than that, there really wasn't any match in that entire card that I was geeking out over. Um, and that's to be said also for Double or Nothing – uh, the match with uh, Ray Phoenix Jr. That was that was the best match of the entire show. Dusty Rhodes, uh, Dustin Rhodes, and uh, Cody Rhodes put on a great match. But I, I promise you, I cannot overstate enough that Young Bucks and the uh, Lucha Brothers, I guess, those guys, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, and 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 all uh, oh, that was cool. Kenny Omega versus uh, Jericho, that was nice. But but. On double or nothing with the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, that was the that was the best match of the night. So if they can recap some of that, like flair and some of that, maybe like that made me excited. If they can do that again, which I think we're gonna see that, maybe we'll actually see a, a better match mm-hmm. under Hangman Page. Yeah, cool, I'm cool for it. But I'll be honest with you, uh, if I had to All place right, money and- down on this right now, it'd be hard for me to say that I'm excited a hundred percent for the show uh, for October. I want to see what they can do, but I, I'm holding back. Okay. And Bobby, what do you think? Do you think you're going to get excited for AEW all out to lead into the actual show of TNT? Oh, yes. I'm super excited. Um, I really, really hope. I know in the past I haven't really been uh, one way or another with AEW. But uh, for me, um, just lately, everything that's been going on with AEW and the way that they are trying to push their product in certain in different ways, um, I'm really excited for it. I do definitely hope that um, that it can be a great alternative for, for us as fans, but also for the wrestlers. And I think that um, them, if they can make this show really, really good, I think that it'll, it'll really put, uh, hopefully it'll put a fire under the, the WWE's ass and be like, hey, these guys are real competition because right now, yes, we've seen what they can do. But the thing is, can you know, just like everybody's been saying, can they keep up this momentum? And if they can keep up this momentum, I think that See, I think that definitely um, leading into the new the new show, I think it'll it'll be great. All right. Well, I think one thing here's oh, sorry, here's the big thing for me, and I just want to touch back on this really. Quickly. I just want I just want to touch back on this really quickly. About about AEW going to TV October second, right? Uh-huh. If NXT goes to TV and delivers the same product they deliver now, that is a huge problem for AEW, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Just because of the fact that if they counter uh, if they, if they counter um, program with that, and they're able to get all the WWE fans who are missing NXT right now because they right. don't watch it, dude, not enough people watch NXT. Period. And it is it, it is leaps and bounds ahead of what Raw and SmackDown is. If you don't believe that, fight me. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, it is it is a great show. And if they can lead off uh, off of FS1 with that on a Wednesday night against AEW, AEW's got some competition. And 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 that's the thing. The Cody Rhodes knows it. So that I, I believe they're going to try their best to put on a good show. They're going to try to push that same edgy content, but but I don't think that anyone should sleep on the idea of NXT coming to TV because that could be a huge power move for WWE. All right, well, definitely going to be some great possibilities, and especially for the excitement. I'm excited for it. It's good to have some competition again. It's good to get the buzz back and get everybody 
involved in wrestling, especially the mainstream audience, to the point where we're looking forward to seeing some competition, which is where we are now coming to the part of the show where we felt as from the last show that we did, uh, of course, we were deciding on you know favorite wrestlers, past and present. Um, so we decided to go ahead and do another top uh, top three now this time before it was a top five. So this time we've decided that we're going to go ahead and do a top three titles that is a favorite of ours. So we're going to do our choices and just let people know exactly what we think were the best titles bearing, of course, no major specifics. We're now basing it off of just prestige or legacy or any kind of design. It's just all around, just a personal choice. So, of course, we're just picking individual titles for just what they believe in and what they think it represents to them. So, Justin, we'll start you off with your first choice. Go ahead. It is uh, oftentimes we choose the strongest foot to lead off, and I appreciate it. Now, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, the the first title I pick, this is my number one title. Um, it is the original hardcore title, uh, made famous by everybody who ever bled in WWE. The hardcore title, uh, barbed wire, tax. Uh, I'm sure there, there should have been bear traps involved. I'm sure there might have been one oh, at geez. least something. We don't want to kill fact, anybody, Justin. No, the fact of the matter is, <laughs> we, is, we um, saved those for Japan. Japan took care of the death matches, and he, I have a feeling that the gentleman that you're describing did that. This is the closest to our uh, to death match that the WWE ever got. Um, I, I Steve Blackman, uh, Hardcore Holly, uh, RVD, all of these guys who yes. held that title and said, "Come at me, bro." That is the reason I chose this title because they th- that was the most amazing title in WWE history. Fight me. That was a, that's a very good title, very good title, especially for the inaugural champion. Mick Foley himself was the one that pretty much established that entire legacy of that division. So good choice, very good choice. Raul, what would you like to start off with your first choice? I am going to go with the uh, UK title that they have going on. Uh, I, I don't know exactly who the champion is. Do you all know who the current one is? That, that would be Walter. Yeah, so I like the championship solely because, I, look, I'm kind of a history nerd. Uh, I don't know if you all know that by now, but. I just know you're a nerd. Thanks, thanks Justin. Hey, this is my turn, not yours, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Nerd. <laughs> No, so I just love the title based solely on the design of it. When I see that, I'm immediately like in awe of it. I love the coat of arms style, um, almost like a, it's almost like you're going to fucking war. Like you can go to you can go to fucking war with that title, right? Like it's just it just looks so fucking cool. I'm it's solely the design for me that I love that title. I think it's the best looking title in the business currently right now. But nothing says great title than imperialism. Oh god! So if, for being the history buff, Raul. <laughs> Uh, are you actually keeping up with uh, NXT UK? No, I'm not. <laughs> Mainly because I didn't so know. So it is a shame that you bring this title up for the fact that you love the design and being a history buff that you are, and you didn't even know the champion. What can I say, Kevin? <laughs> I'm, I'm yes, so- your, your, silence, your silence is golden. <laughs> also, did you know that... Um, so what you need, Pete Pete Dunn actually came out on. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Pete Dunn was on a, on, a, on the American uh, NXT the other day, 
uh, Raul. Maybe you should get familiar with him. Oh, I know yes. Pete Dunn. I like Pete Dunn. Oh, you know at least one of them. Okay, cool. Yeah, All right. <laughs> so, so you have a pulse at least. You don't. You're not dead to them. Yes, okay, good to know. So, what yeah. you need to do, your homework, is, your, your 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 assignment, should you choose to accept it, Raul, is that you need to start learning about the NXT UK division and the title that it has, since you are the first one to bring that title. So that is your that is your homework for next show. That that that's what. No, he says he said he didn't want to watch. Yeah, of course he doesn't want to accept it. He loves the design of a low, but he doesn't know the the prestige behind it. For crying out loud, that's a shame. I'm I'm kind of hurt. Fuck you guys, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the next one, all right. Yes, yes. Go go to the next one. I don't want to be put under the microscope. Bobby, what would you like to discuss? Is your first title? My first title is going to be the uh, big gold belt. Um, I have that belt. The big gold belt. belt. Yes, I love that belt. Um, that belt has so much prestige to it. Um, I like the look of it, how big it is, the the rhinestones on it, everything. Um, I, hey, did, I, like, hey, hey, hey. I like everything that, that has to do with that belt. Um, <laughs> and it was originally a WCW belt, so that's another reason why I like it. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think th- that's my first one. Um, I got more coming, but that's my first one. Okay, all right. And, of course, for my first belt, obviously, for being the Stone Cold Steve Austin fan that I am, obviously, I do love, of course, the Stone Cold Steve Austin Championship Smoking Skull belt. That belt is was one of the first belts that I thought was original. It definitely was something that you didn't see at all being redesigned in a way that was catered to the individual. Like, all the other titles in the past – of course, they had their prestige behind them. They had their designs for them. They were more in a traditional style sense of them. Nothing against those titles, but this title was the first one that did a complete change of the entire championship. The plates, the actual leather. I mean, it had the snakeskin back. It was something that you didn't you didn't see coming, literally, of, wow, Stone Cold Steve Austin actually designed a belt for him, made for him, designed to literally encompass what he desired in being a champion. He didn't care about what you thought. He wanted to stick it to Vince McMahon. Definitely a title that I'll always love and cherish that a title that I do have. So it is definitely my number one title. Justin, what's your number two? Uh, number two. Uh, number two. Ha, 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 ha. Ah, Raul, you're fucking funny. Uh-huh. Um, no, uh, go, go learn your history, Raul. Go learn your history. Continue. That's right. It's fucking fucking weird. He keeps calling you daddy. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I didn't so say um, daddy, I said dad, Justin. I don't know either. Uh, I'm kind of dada. Uh, yeah, I'm scared now. So, uh, NXT men's title is my choice. Now, ooh, now I, I have a question on that one. Are we talking yep. the original NXT or the current NXT title? I'm talking about the revision, the current one. Now. Okay. The reason why I chose the current one is because a, I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't remember what the original one looked like, and I just I think the current one with as much gold as it has, it, it it's tasteful gold, right? It's not overly done, and it, it looks it, to me it just looks really nice. Okay. Um, now the the big reason that I chose this belt is because of two reasons. First of all, my my favorite two NXT uh, superstars have held this belt. Uh, first one being Champa, and second one is uh, my current. Well, I mean, because Champa's not in right now. Uh, Adam Cole. Now, Adam Cole to me is just one of those wrestlers that if you watch him, it's just like he's just a, he's 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 a good performer. 
Uh, I really wouldn't be so upset if the King of the Bros took the title, but I want to see where that goes, I guess. Uh, but anyway, Adam Cole has the title, NXT men's title. That's my choice. Second, second title. All right. Raul, what is your second choice? I am actually stealing from Bobby. I am actually going with the big gold belt also, which ah. I, was, I was actually sad to see retired. Uh, when they finally unified, I think it was in 2013 or 2014. You remember when Undertaker retired? That never happened, <laughs> sir. That never happened. You'll cry like a baby. That never happened. Uh, actually, he pulled the Brett Favre like He's 400 times already. Uh, you, so, yeah. A little side note there, Bobby. Didn't Brett Favre play for your team? Oh! He did, but it doesn't mean I wanted him to. Hey, just, I think just, he should retire. Just, just making the observation. Just making the observation. Continue, Raul. You know, so yeah. Before I was rudely interrupted, um, I just think that, I just think <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I was sad to see it retired. I get why. I get, you know, where it's more. The new championship just doesn't give me the same feel. It just looks kind of weird to me. But I get it's more modern. Had to be unified, so and so. Um, and that's that's whatever. Um, so yeah, that's my second choice. All right, Bobby, what about you? Your second choice. Um, so my second choice is actually going to be the, um, sorry, the original hardcore title. Uh, I'm taking that one from Justin as well. Um, I do love that. Um, I love the 24 seven title, but it's not the same. Um, just like what Justin said, there was a lot of people who um, who bled for the uh, the hardcore title, and it, of course, it was introduced by Mick Foley. Um, and I love that belt. I love the concept of it, defending it twenty four seven. I loved everything about it, and I'm really, really um, sad that we don't see it anymore, except for the. We see that crappy twenty four seven title. So you think the twenty four seven title? Just to kind of pick both Justin and Bobby's brain for both of y'all. Do you just a little side note? Is the twenty four seven title worthy of the respect that it, it's been going through over the last month or so that this title has been going through? Do you think it's worth actually? Do you really think you need to ask that question, Kevin? Do you think that question's appropriate? <laughs> well, of course it is. Yeah, was that a real? Of course question? I had to ask. It wouldn't. It would hey, not be you two arguing. Hey, if y'all don't mind me interceding here, if we're talking about this 24-7 title, can I just say my third pick already? Really? So am I afraid to know what the third pick is? I haven't even given my number two pick. Thank you very much, Raul. So what you need so what you need so what you need to do is that when you learn how to actually have manners and know your history, then you can come to the big boy table and actually learn how to speak when spoken to. So Thank you. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about my number two pick. And the number two pick that I have chosen is I would like to discuss of the original Winged Eagle title. This title to me has been such a beautiful title for so long. Um, Hulk Hogan actually held that title for so many years along with other greats, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, obviously Stone Cold Steve Austin being the final bearer little side note of history he was the final one that actually held that design before the attitude era belt came into play 
So it is definitely a title that I love the prestige of it. It was a amazing look. It's still to this day, I would probably say is one of the all time great titles for lineage, prestige and design. It's very rare. You're going to probably see a design like that again. I mean, it's just one of those types of titles that you just know that you look at it, you you just see nothing but legacy written all over it. I would love to see, hopefully down the road, when we, of course, have like the, the Raw reunion we've seen in the past or, you know, go to the retro show of Raw where it had just the big R-A-W letters and things like that. I think the wrestlers should go back to the classic title looks just for that specific show. Obviously, we have the Intercontinental title is still the classic look, but... They should bring back all old school titles of the world, the tag team championship looks again and all those. That would be amazing. But I digress. So, Justin, what is your third title? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, Because part of me wanted to go with the Stone Cold title just because the fact that I guess fucking why not. Uh, and then I also <laughs> thought about any championship title that has the uh, three letters, the three most devastating letters in the WWE. Uh, but that's not really a special title. That's any title that he wins because he can win them all. Um, <laughs> so I decided to go with the U.S. title because uh, patriotic as fuck. No, uh, honestly, I just like the way the U.S. title looks. America. America, exactly. Uh, I just like the way it looks. Um, I like the fact that it was uh, it was held in high regard when John Cena was holding it. Uh, I like the way he defended it. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I think it just has a really good lineage, and that was my favorite uh, for a third pick. Now, a little twist on the U.S. title. Did you like the pre-John Cena U.S. spinner title? Which I was about to ask. Uh, I like the current uh, U.S. title, uh, Your Honor. Okay, the current U.S. title. Okay, just checking. I, I know because he had a different design when he was the U.S. title. Or did you like the WCW Ooh. version? Dude, Ooh, what? That's hey. another good one. Did you ever see the WCW United States title? Did you ever see the design of that one? Uh, no, Your Honor. Okay. <laughs> see that would have been <laughs> i plead the fifth <laughs> good still, still a good title though good title yeah. well raul since you have been just surprising no, us with no, your no. rudeness more than normal so we will go ahead and just get to your number three pick which unfortunately we are all dreading of we think what it is so go ahead sir. yeah it's it's the 24 7 title obviously like, why would it and raul you have now <laughs> been officially banned from the show let me explain right my case, your honor piece your honor of let me explain shit. my case please <laughs> Your Honor. Oh, I am now the Your Honor. I, I kind of feel a little important here. Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead, Raul. That title has got more Can time. suck your dick. No, 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 Kevin. You want to talk about being rude now? <laughs> See, I can't even speak my piece now. <laughs> how many Go times, ahead, Raul. Go how ahead. How many times has that title been trending on Twitter, Kevin? As many times as R-Truth has been winning it, for God's sakes. He's like a 10-time champ. He's going after Crash Holly's yeah. record of probably being a 21-time champion. And he'll probably get that by the time we hit SummerSlam. <laughs> fucking exactly. Who, what other title can say that the one that held it was pregnant? No one. No one. Okay. No so, one. all right. So, no so we're going to go side note here on this. Let's go sidebar here. Gentlemen, like do we think it makes sense for Maria to carry the 24-7 title while she's pregnant. Yes, it does. Why? Why? No. She has that pregnancy strength. No. No. No, it doesn't. 100%. Because, so that's the thing. The the 24-7 title is known for people being able to pin the other person, correct? So the 
Well, it's for it was a title made for the jobbers. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, I know Justin was probably laughing his ass off when Maria's walking out, <laughs> and you just see EC3 in the background just looking at this like, what the fuck am I even doing here? Yeah. I no, know that I was something that, I, that. I, 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 it was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, but, but go ahead. But Bob, what, I, ahead. what I'm saying is the, the title, we're supposed to be able to see people win it by, by pinfall. There's nothing you can do with a pregnant person to have her lose the title. Well, you can't. How can you pin her? Hang on a second. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Go ahead. I I actually, I actually can challenge this for all. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm done. Who said that? Who said that the person had to be pinned? You do realize that a title can change via pinfall. Or submission. Mm. So your argument now is null and void. So unless you're the million dollar man buying the title, I mean that was another way that it got bought and it worked. Your honor, yeah, your honor, yes, your honor. That is an astute observation. Yes, astute observation. Yes, but okay, pinfall submission. But who's going to put a uh, pregnant woman in a submission? Just asking. Uh, there are submission moves that she could be placed in that does nothing to do with her body below the neck. Okay, but that's that's my point. I think the reason why they did it. Would you would you like would you like for me to educate you on one particular no. move? <laughs> give it to him. Give it to him, Kevin. Are you Tell sure? Him, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you I, can I, actually, I as I will go back into my history, as I do read a lot of history of wrestling, is you can go ahead and use Bob Backlund's cross face chicken wing, oh, true. which means you has no there is no bearing on any part of the stomach or the upper body or lower body it is a specific move for the shoulder of the neck to be put into a specific spot where a submission can be given therefore a title can be changed of course we do know that this is going to probably be a move that may not be used which i would love to see it'd be amazing because i'd like to know who's going to put it on her well she, she looks like she's i digress so she looks like she's well taking, along her way. Taking to school. Yes, Justin, go ahead. What? Yeah. And who's to say that they probably will find another way to make it work? Uh, it, it, it's it's an interesting situation. But anyway. When she starts, when she starts giving birth, then just pin her and she's on the table. Just but, kidding. Don't do it when you she's giving birth. You see why this title is so you great? Know? It's got all of y'all talking. You see that? You know how the interest around it. Mm. This title is great. I stand by my... We're doing this because of the show. I it wasn't because of choice. Argument. The defense rests. Um, I want you to know that the twenty four seven title is likely what pushed the crates over on fucking uh, Roman Reigns. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, And I don't hear any argument from the from the prosecution of this title, Raul. Okay, yep. therefore, I stand by I know my truth. Uh, Oh, my God. All right. So, of course, Bobby, the third option for you, and I'm very, very scared of what the option's going to be. Um, my third um, option for the title is going to be the Internet Championship. Uh, when Zack Ryder brought that out, man, it was, to me, I loved it. Even though he didn't really use it in the ring, the, the whole reason for him having that internet cha- uh, title was to make him more credible at the time. And he was. Believe it or not, everybody loved that. Everybody loved his whole persona, everything that he was doing. When he brought out the internet champion, the internet championship, he loved it. And don't forget, as soon as he wins it, woo, 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 you know it. So go ahead. Uh, 
I, I'm very, very sad at that choice because I did not think it would be a lovely title that you would use because I felt like that would be like the comparison of Taz's uh, Fuck the World title from ECW because, of course, that title was not a real title. And that's pretty sad because hey, this title is a real title. They sell it on WWE Shop. Fuck off. So was the F. So was the FTW title. It was a real title, but it was a title that even Taz has gone on record and said that was the championship that he designed because at the time he was not the champion of ECW for all the chances he was given. So he just pretty much just said, "Well, I'm going to be the uncrowned champion. I'm going to create a title," which is kind of funny though because that title actually got defended once, and Sabu actually won that title and. I still love the story of how Sabu actually took a piece of, of tape and put his name in a in a Sharpie marker over his over the name of Taz's name, which was pretty funny. So you just see this big white piece of tape over a title that has Sabu in marker. Very, very interesting. Okay, so the last option for me, since we are in history, would be the classic Intercontinental title, which I'm very, very happy to see back because the other designs were not the greatest, but I still think the classic Intercontinental title is still a great title. Not a real big fan of who it's on. I think Shinsuke Nakamura is not a bad champion, but let's see who he can defend it against because at the same time, at least... With Finn Balor, he was wrestling with it better. He had, I thought the prestige was still strong. But Shinsuke Nakamura could pull some surprises. I mean, he is a former U.S. champ, former NXT champ. So it's not that he doesn't have the lineage of championship caliber. He does. But let's see who he faces against and how he's going to be brought out. So, gentlemen, I think they're all great options. I think they were good titles. And I think that at the end of this show, I would definitely say... Justin, you did mention that, uh, of course, the live stream that we're going to be doing on uh, August the 11th for SummerSlam. Is there anything you need to be preparing our lovely fan base for? No, just get ready for lots of fucks and lots of uh, shits. Because I guarantee you, there's not going to be a single time in this show where I'm either not going to be telling the WWE, what the fuck are you thinking, or telling uh, Raul... Knock that shit off. <laughs> true. Guilty, Your Honor. Guilty. All right. Well, will you have an agreement? Bobby, do you think we're going to be having some serious fun with this lovely live stream come SummerSlam? Yes, I think this live stream is going to be great. Um, it's going to be a good opportunity for the show as well. Make sure everybody uh, tunes in and watches us. Uh, and hopefully we don't get banned. That's all I got to say. <laughs> It would be it would be an accomplishment though if we did get banned halfway right? through the show. Exactly. I, I won't lie. Exactly. That wouldn't be bad. We'll we'll just put a we're gonna put a bag oh, over yeah, the face. We'll why, why did I didn't do anything to you? I don't because you're an Undertaker <laughs> fan, and that, that's just what we do. So that's fun. This is coming from the guy Bobby, who loves an internet really title. <laughs> Bobby, are you even allowed to watch the show? Don't you have to sign a permission slip or some shit? Yes, I can watch the yeah. show. <laughs> It, it is PG-13. <laughs> well, well, we Just kidding. Here's the here's here's Bobby's for... <laughs> And we also wanted to give another surprise. Hey, bro, at least after this, I'm getting laid. Oh, and you're my excuse God. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me uh, child. Excuse me. Wow. Hey, yeah. Raul. Don't ever think for one second that uh, you're allowed to talk to anybody the way you want to because you still defend the Undertaker, and that's that's a, that's a blemish you can never you can never get rid of. Because here's the thing: if you walk if you walk into a room 
and you t- you walk up to a really like a like a pretty girl, and all you with all you gotta say is like I like the Undertaker. She's like, oh, that's cute, and she's gonna ask you, <laughs> you like, uh, so what kind of crayons do you wow. like? Because the Undertaker <laughs> is the greatest thing in sports entertainment too that 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 that's your ace in the hole okay that explains a lot of things but we also got some other surprises coming up too so also we are going to be hopefully doing some future um guest commentary possibility or even some guest appearances Uh, i believe justin we were going to be maybe making a special appearance on another fellow uh wrestling show that uh, we wanted to give a shout out to so what do we have about that yeah so we're gonna have a show. Yeah, we're actually gonna be, we're gonna be on a show with uh, another podcast called uh, Talk for Glory. Uh, so these guys are a really awesome podcast. Check them out; they're on YouTube. Uh, Talk for Glory. Uh, they are. I mean, they're not. I wouldn't say they're a lot like us. Uh, we're wrestling podcasts, both of us. They they really kind of dive more into like the the indie scene. Um, I. I will not lie to you. I have not listened to all of their episodes, uh, but I have listened to uh, some of their stuff, and, and I really think you'd, uh, you'd really dig it. So make sure you check it out, and I'll make sure that you guys know when we're going to be on that show. It's going to be uh, Talk for Glory featuring Sounds Like Kayfabe. Um, and, uh, you know, wherever we go, it's time to party. So we'll, we'll bring a good, bring a good, uh, bring our, 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 our best attitude. <laughs> Raul's not going to be there, so it should be a good show. Oh, man. Well, another thing of another surprise that we also have coming up also is that we are going to be actually doing a live episode, which is going to be a first for all of us that we have been able to do a lot of course of this show just recording, which is a lot easier in certain aspects of it. But as we all know, when you go live, anything goes. There is no fixing. There's no editing. It's out there. It's on. It happens. It's going to be live. And... It feels like a Monday Night Tro episode all of a sudden. It just sounded like so. That'll be cool. But as we have been told, Bobby, I think we will be looking into the future of a future live episode. Is that also correct? Yes, that is definitely correct. Um, there is a um, place that we are going to be recording at. Um, details will be um, coming later, but um, it will be a live show. They will have. We will have it on Facebook. We will also have it on YouTube. Um, there will also be a lot of promotion behind it, um, and. Um, we will be also putting that episode as well on Spotify. So um, any anybody who um, just does not want to see our ugly mugs, they can actually just listen to it on Spotify. And if I'm not mistaken, Bobby, we're we have the possibility of uh, actually having people come join us, so they can actually see us do this show live. If I'm not mistaken, is that correct? Yes, yes. If you're in the San Antonio area, um, keep an eye out on our Facebook because we will be announcing more more things coming up about it um we will be putting the um the address to the place um up there once i get more information from them on um you know who can come where you know where people are going to be able to sit you know different things like that and i will post it so our fans from uh sounds like kayfabe can actually come in um and check us out that's going to be awesome. So that'll be really awesome. So we got a lot of big things coming up in the next yep. couple of weeks. Uh, we also want to also send a big shout out to any local, regional, or national uh, wrestling podcast and podcasters out there that uh, we definitely appreciate everything that they do because they love wrestling as much as we do. We we are the the new kids on the block. I know that's a dated reference for me because that shows you how old I am. So 
Sorry about that. But it does. I love it. Oh, hey, we want to show that we want to show love to all of the podcasters out there that are wrestling fans to this day, even as much as we hate a lot of what wrestling is showing right now. And we hope that it improves. And we're hoping that things will be great. And we're also hoping that it's just going to bring out more fun for us. We get to work with future podcasters. Who knows? We are maybe even looking towards the future of having maybe permanent live shows, even the ultimate fun of maybe, just maybe, we might show up at a certain Comic-Con. We might even have some certain future wrestlers to interview as well. It could all happen soon. It may happen later. We're not sure, but we won't tell you because we want you to check in with us in the next show. So, gentlemen... I think, as always, we always have a wonderful time, and I can never be more proud of having more fun because it is always a blast doing this show, and I look forward to the upcoming futures that we're going to be having. So, gentlemen, is there anything else that you guys want to bring up or talk about? Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has uh, supported us so far and who has listened in. Um, I I just like y'all said before, we have a lot of big things coming, and we hope uh, y'all enjoy everything we give out to y'all. Thank you again. I am... I would just like to take a moment to, uh, to, from the very bottom of my heart, I just have to tell everybody, fuck The Undertaker. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I knew it. I was I like, he is not going to be sincere. He is not going to do it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I knew that he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that because number one, he doesn't—he doesn't have a heart, so I knew that was bullshit automatically. So, I fucking knew it. I was going to say something too, but I was like, you know what? No, he's trying to be nice, but of course he's fucking not. So, no, legitimately though, uh, thank you guys very, very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, make sure you check us out on Spotify because this is where you're listening to us right now, presumably. Um, also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, like us, uh, check me out on Twitter. I'm always on uh, on Monday and uh, Tuesday. We're always live tweeting, and uh, we can't wait to see you guys at our uh, at our live. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, uh, our live event. Live How slam. Yeah, live we'll, slam. We'll, yep, our live slam. We will we will be having that. It will be coming soon. As Bobby mentioned, it will have a lot of updates on it. So we are we are excited. It, it's definitely going to be a complete different change of atmosphere for us and just to see our reactions i hope to god we don't go for like three or four hours and then we are broke and then we're out of business so that'll be fun but it'll be a great way to end the show bobby anything else you got um no um again just like um the other guy said i really do appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to us babble and uh fight and all that um this is this is something that I really love doing uh, with with some of my good friends, and um, I really appreciate everybody uh, making this this opportunity for us um, even bigger. Uh, like I said, everything is coming full circle for us. Um, there's a lot of big things coming, and just tune in um, and hope hope y'all are here for the ride for the long haul. I well, that's awesome. Oh, do we do we see a little tear coming down your eye there, sir? Negative. You could have lied. Anyway. All right. Who cares? <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Well, on behalf of my fellow brethren, and definitely we appreciate you as much as possible and for keeping this show going, whether it's one person, 
500 people. Hopefully the one day we'll have the million people and we will also have the opportunity to be doing this permanently. That is one of our ultimate goals is to actually be able to give you more content on a maybe who knows on a week to week basis and also be able to do more fun for you guys and see you guys and meet you guys. And just who knows, it could be as simple as being in a restaurant and just having a great conversation to who knows, we'll probably own a building and just have a bunch of wrestling fans that will just help us make it even bigger. So to the future, to the fun, to the all the good times, on behalf of Justin Chaos, good old R- R- Rule, the, the, the rudest person in the world, Raul, and also the icon. Later, guys. Latest. Undertaker sucks. Later, guys.